you got us back once again. God hates Jags boys are here for you. Uh, we missed a pod after the win, but of course we're here to pod after a loss, which guys, I did notice that. Um, what are we two and seven? So seven weeks yep. we've lost and I'm pretty sure we like <laughs> definitely recorded after that. The two, the two weeks that we won, we did not record a pod for that, so... Yeah, that's that's accurate. The, the few Both times, times we can be happy, are, we skip it. Yeah, when people are the most excited to <laughs> listen first, to and talk about the Jaguars, we've just been like, eh, I'm we only we, expl- we exclusively only talk about the losing part. We're God hates Jags. We're only here for the, the negative slants for us. Though, to be fair, the first one against the Dolphins in London, the next week was like a bye week. So I feel like we were just like, we got time, but then it just kind of, you know, floated away from us and we forgot to do it. And then this past week after the, uh, who do we beat? The Buffalo Bills. Shimmer was basically dead with the flu for the past week. So, but he's alive I got, now. Shimmer I got alive. cursed with, uh, I got the New Orleans flu. Uh, it's a, a deadly virus, but it's not COVID. I'm still dealing with it a little bit, but... Uh, I'm pretty sure if you go to New Orleans, you are going to come back with something new. It is yeah, I think a wonderful, a grimy city, effect. though. I don't know if this is food-related or if you're trying to make like a more of a dirty joke with what goes on in some of the... When's the last time you've been in New Orleans? It's like a, it's a pretty grimy place. It's pretty grimy. Uh, so I will tell you that um, I uh, ended the night, uh, I'm not going to say where, but it was about 3 a.m. after drinking for a very long time. Strip club. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, well, it was a bachelor <laughs> party. But anyway, uh, so I I was like, all right, I got to call it a night. I've been up for like 24 straight hours. And I'm walking back to the hotel. It's only supposed to be like a seven-minute walk. So I've got it on my phone. And, of course, the moment I walk out, out, my phone dies. And I'm in downtown New Orleans by myself at like 3.30 in the morning. Not a fucking clue where I am. And I got to like make it home. And uh so i just start you know walking um but like in new orleans people just come up to you though you know just like trying to sell you drugs and shit like they're like hey big man i got coke and wheat you know like was the party still going at 3 30 a.m there's party doesn't that's when it starts yeah (laughs) it's literally like the sun comes up and like people are like all right i need to sleep for 12 minutes and then they start drinking again but like so i employed a tactic that i don't know if i'm that proud of but all these people come up to you, like these people who, you know, <laughs> are somewhat intimidating. And so I just, uh, just out of the blue, would look at them and mouth, pointed to my ears and mouthed deaf. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't hear you. And it worked like a charm. They just left me alone. <laughs> I just got to walk in peace until I finally made it. Oh, my God. It. I'm not I'm shooting you. I'm surprised that worked work perfectly and so if you're ever in fear they're not you know i always just raise my hand up and i say no thank you no that they now they know you can hear them (laughs) yeah but i politely (laughs) said no i'm okay i'm telling you it worked almost too well almost too well and i'm pretty sure that's an episode of seinfeld that i watched the other day because i've been (laughs) i've been going through all the time one where george is uh Walking home from the strip club at 3 a.m. and his phone Yes, died. that one. Yeah. That's exactly one. It's a classic. So you, you just confirmed it was a strip club. We were at a bachelor party in New Orleans. Where else would it be? Well, I don't know. What only one other place, the casino, maybe. Yeah. Um, no, but Bourbon Street's fun. Uh, it's a good place. Although, uh, don't I hate somebody from New Orleans who, like, shat on our city? Who's that? He's on the enemies list. I can't oh, remember. yeah. Random Twitter journalist guy. It was like uh, the president. Either way, fuck that guy. The president. All right. <laughs> so Shimmer watched the, uh, the Jags beat the Buffalo Bills, and he got the flu of a lifetime the same weekend. Uh, I think Patrick also was out of town that weekend. I was in town, so we'll get to the Colts game. That was a loss, but I just want to quickly go back in time to the, uh, the Buffalo Bills game, which was crazy that we won 9-6, to but uh, – I went and um, I have some hookups. So I got like free tickets and some free like lot J parking passes. And I gave one to Ooh. friend of the pod, our friend Zach, who makes all of our intro and outro songs. Uh, so, so I didn't even think of it that way, but I guess it's like payment for making tunes for us. Royalties. Um, 
Yeah. So like we went like kind of last minute and there was like traffic forever and we came from separate ways, but we like happened to like end up on Bay street and traffic at the same time leading to lot J and he was like three cars ahead of me. So I got over to the right lane and then like I sped up and then he let me back in in front of him. But I had both the parking passes and he didn't have any. So I had to like get it to him before we got there because otherwise they wouldn't let him in. So we did the classic, like we both rolled our windows down and I was able to like reach over in traffic and he like reached over the passenger seat because there's you know no one with him. So he had to like Hell super yeah. reach, but we got him the parking pass. So it all worked out. It wow. felt very like, ex- I don't know why I felt very exhilarating, but it was it's like a movie know. scene. Yeah, it was I feel like, like you did it stunt. incorrectly if you were, you know, because you had a passenger. So if you just were on the other lane, true. Yeah, but if I was been a little smoother. If I was ahead of him, it would have worked. But he was ahead of me, so I had to find a way to get ahead of him. So it was the he couldn't just like get ahead of him and be like, "Yeah, I got the guy behind me too." Oh, uh, maybe that would have worked. But this looked Probably. way cooler. This looked Definitely way cooler. <laughs> That's easily the yeah. It, I'm sure that didn't piss off anyone else in traffic. Yeah, that's not the you. fast no, no, and furious right. way of doing it, Patrick. Dude, we were family that day. But uh, <laughs> we parked, we got in. The flyover was way lower than it ever has been before. I heard um, it was wild. Yeah, dude, we were still trying to get in because they literally treated Zach like he was like a felon. Uh, he took he like set the the meat well the alarm off. It turned out it was his. He had like steel toed boots. But like he did, but he took like his keys out, his belt off, his like glasses. It took forever to realize it was. He like literally was like getting on a plane. They treated him like scum. It was ridiculous. They had to. And like, he, he looks like such a normal guy. I know, but there's like a million people behind him still trying to get in. So I'm sure everyone was mad. But we eventually got in. The uh, the flyover basically like popped my ears. But the highlight of the game was like right before halftime. The highlight was winning, but you know, uh, that's that's just okay. A better story is right before halftime, Trevor Lawrence got injured, which is horrible, and ended up being fine. He came back. But he got injured, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? So I just, like, walked downstairs to, like, buy something right before halftime. Um, And then some, like, random person I've never met before, like, ran up to me. And he was like, what happened to Trevor? And I was like, what? I was like, I think he got injured, but, like, he's okay. He's back in. And this guy was like, oh, thank God, and, like, ran off. And, like... I have no idea why this guy chose like me of thousands of people to be like, I need to get my Spencer. source of news from him. But was Trevor's he, guardian angel. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I went to the bathroom for two minutes. It's <laughs> like, this guy definitely looks like he knows about Trevor's ankle, which I did because I went on Twitter and apparently like Walker Little stepped on his ankle or something. If that ended up, I don't really know if that was true or not, but that's Dude, what I, when I, I, I was watching it on my phone. I was also out of town and in, in a, I was in Tallahassee in the auditorium where the FSU foot or uh, basketball team plays, which is very random. But I watched it happen, and I was just like, "Fuck, man, this is so bad!" And it looked bad because Trevor tried to, you know, he he tries to stand up and then falls back down. Yeah, and he's wincing, and then they they had to have two people help him off. Um, but man, when he came back in, I that you know I was like, "We're gonna win this game" because that was I'm sure that was a boost. I would love to be at the stadium to see that. I would love to be at the stadium for that game. And what was the reaction like when he re-entered the game? Uh, Well, it's hard because that was truly one of the saddest I've ever seen the stadium. Like, there were so many Bills fans. Like, the Bills would get a first down, so obviously they would cheer. But, like, you're used to your own stadium. I thought, like, we did something good on defense. So, like, it felt so backwards most of the game that it was, like, hard to accurately – because, like – you know, live, like, I don't know, someone gets injured. Like, if you look away for a second, I looked back and I was like, wait, where's Trevor? Like, why is CJ Beathard in, you know? Because, like, you don't get all the details on, you know, while watching it. So it was very confusing. I'm just like, wait, 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 where did he go? Like, what happened? But I feel like he got injured and came back before halftime. And I was already down, like, in the concourse, you know, buying some. I went and got some ice cream. Uh, my wife was like, it's cold and you're wearing a T-shirt and shorts. Like, yeah, because it's delicious. Uh, and it got all, I, I dropped it, got all of my Bortles jersey, but, um, <laughs> but what are you going to do? Uh, but yeah, I'm sure the crowd was happy, but I wasn't physically, I was down. I think that's a sign. You need to trade up for a Trevor jersey. Well, uh-huh. I, well, my theory was we won in the Bortles and I meant to wear it yesterday. Cause you know, I'm a little sip, you know, like not superstitious, but a little stitious, but I then I forgot. Too. Yeah. Cause now it's got like that ice cream ingrained in it. That's like the good luck charm. And I forgot to wear it. So I, I'm, I'm blaming that on why we lost to the Colts this week. Oh, well, 
in that case, you can't wash it. You got to be one of those guys. You're like, I haven't washed this since, you know. I am not one of those guys. I wash I things you, constantly. Uh, <laughs> I wash I my hands that, all day uh, long. I found that brand new Matt Jones jersey. Uh, oh, yeah. Last year. That's the tag on it. I wore it like twice and we lost both games. I was like, uh, never again. <laughs> you can only wear it on like a Tuesday now. That's a Tuesday <laughs> shirt. Or, or like, at, I got to try it at an actual game and see if that gets Yeah, if it works out a game, that's different. Because Bortles is, is 1-0 and now with ice cream stain on it. So, ice cream stain. Dude, I juggled it like four times. I thought I was going to hit the ground, but I didn't let it. So, I was very proud of that. Uh, but, yeah, flash forward a week. And... Oh, wait. Uh, real quick. Uh, for the Bills game, I only saw the last five minutes because I was at the New Orleans airport. And so, I'm sitting waiting for the flight. And I want to thank whatever fellow Jag fan who allowed me to watch the last five minutes on his phone, this random person. Was he already watching it? Yeah. And I just, well, it was funny. I saw him watching it. I go, oh, is that the game? Can I watch? And then just like sat down before (laughs) he could answer. (laughs) But then eventually, like three minutes into it, he was like, oh, he told me how he's like, you know, found some site to stream it off of. So then we just sat next to each other and watched the game. But either way, he is a a true Jaguar fan. That's brotherhood. I want to oh, thank yeah. whoever that um, ja- whoever that guy was. Was he was he Did flying you... back to Jacksonville? Yeah, there was like a direct flight. Um, oh hell yeah, from <laughs> from New Orleans to Jacksonville. Have you ever taken Silver Airways? Oh, never heard of it. I think oh, I've exclusively God. taken Delta. <laughs> Silver Airways is the cheapest plane I've ever been on. Is that worse than Spirit? I think it's, it's not as good as Gold. Yeah, I've heard, heard yeah. Spirit. No, I never. Heard, I so I get to the airport. And I'm like looking for the kiosk and I have to ask around. I was like, you know where the Silver Airlines kiosk is? Because I don't have my boarding pass. And they're like, I don't know about that silver. I was like, <laughs> so some guy finally goes, all right, check the app. And I didn't have, obviously I've had phone trouble. I didn't bring my um, charger. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll check the app. They don't have one, I don't think. So I get on the website. I'm about to get my boarding pass. Phone dies <laughs> again. And I have to go buy a $40 fucking charger at the airport and charge it. Finally get my boarding pass. It's the, it's very obvious that they just like bought a plane that they were like putting out to pasture and slapped some silver airways stickers what on the there. <laughs> like, uh, I'm pretty sure the pilot's phone was connected to the plane because it kept saying text message over and over. He <laughs> <What>? was <laughs> just point, watching the Jags game, man. I'm he not, was streaming I mean, it too. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think we're going to get the Silver Airways sponsorship, but... <laughs> Silver Airways means second place Airways. Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> they're literally admitting the... Uh... I think that's that's honestly, they're shooting a little high. To be, to be totally honest, I don't think they placed if I honorable mention or qualified Airways. for the tournament. So, uh, if you Google uh, Silver Airways, review. if you Google Silver Airways and you scroll down, there's like the kind of, you know, the top questions that people ask. The very first one is, is Silver Airways legit? What do they say? Uh, it's certified as a three-star airline for the quality of airport and boarding service. I don't know. Out what's of the, how many? Stars yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what's, what's the top rating? Uh, Shimmer, put this on the uh, unanswered questions for next week because I don't know how to find okay. the answer quickly. All right, one uh, more thing. <laughs> one more thing about about silver. So we don't take off for like twenty minutes till after we were supposed to, and. I hear like the flight attendants who are very nice, by the way, I'll give that so the Silver Airways flight attendants, very Beautiful. nice. But uh, I hear them talking to one another and like, oh, are we late? And, and they're like, whatever the pilot's name is, they're like, oh, he doesn't like to be late. So I heard we're taking a shortcut. And I went, what? Like, <laughs> you can take a shortcut in the air? Are we going to hit another plane? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It feels like any plane should always be on the shortcut because it's just in the air. That's There's no trees. There's no I, I, We must have taken a shortcut because we fucking got there on time. So nice. I don't know what happened. No, I know but... there's like winds involved. I know I'm kind of smart. Like wind prevents planes from doing certain things and fly I like away. How you're like, I'm kind of smart. There's winds. <laughs> I know. Like, sometimes wind is part of flying. Yeah. I just looked up uh, Silver Airways 
uh, reviews. And then one of the top questions is what is silver airlines phone number, which is a funny question, but also <laughs> can't find so it. So the top reviews are two out of five stars, two out of 10 stars, 1.9 out of five stars and 2.9 out of five stars. Heck yeah. But they got direct flights from new Orleans to Jacksonville and they'll take a shortcut to get you there on time. So And if they're looking to sponsor a podcast, Silver Airways is the gold standard (laughs) of airways. That would be a fantastic uh, (laughs) advertisement. Free slogan for you guys. You're welcome. That's a fantastic slogan. Well done. Well done. Well done. All right. All right. Enough of that. Keep the train on the tracks or the plane in the sky taking shortcuts. Uh, We're going to shortcut past – the win over Buffalo. We're just going to skirt over that because that's old news now, but we, we suck at recording. We so did it, boys! It's too positive for us. We're going to move on to the Colts game, a good classic Jags loss. Oh, I need to update our Twitter to uh, on a one-game lose streak that just reminded me. Yep. I've been trying to do that. But, uh, yeah, I watched the game on a phone because I had to go to some farm thing to bring my dog because I do, like, dog days. So my dog was running around having the time of her life. I was watching the game on my phone, like yelling out loud to people that probably had no idea what I was yelling about. But uh, the Jags took another loss. They followed up two and seven. What did we lose? It was 23 to 17. Mm-hmm. Um, so seven of the points was on the special, on the, the, the punt block kick. So really the defense only gave up 16 points and only 16 of that, oh, only seven of that was a touchdown. And we didn't give up any touchdowns last week. So to start the, the conversation off on a positive note is the defense is doing better. We, the Bills yeah, were the like number one. Great. Yeah, like the Bills were number one offense. The Colts I saw, I think they've scored like 30-plus points four games in a row. We held the Bills to six, and we held the Colts to 16. So the defense is getting better. And getting Even pressure. Brian is getting pressure. No, just them in general, which I've, I don't know what happened, but the – I mean, from the five minutes I saw on the Bills game, but <laughs> the Colts game, uh, I was just shocked at how often they were, you know, collapsing the pocket on Wentz. I don't know if that's – I mean, I want to say that that's because of us improving at the pass rush, but it also could be that Carson Wentz is not very good. But he has been. Think, this season, I don't think Carson Wentz is terrible. I mean, yeah, he's, he's not I wanted fantastic. him to be terrible. He's in the Cousins Mash sure. Hall of Fame. He's a yeah. he's a top twenty quarterback. Yeah. You know? This they season has been pretty darn solid. Yeah. And Jonathan Taylor okay. Thomas. They have top three running game. back and probably the best guard in the NFL, like arguably. And yeah. uh until he met yeah, Taven Bryan playing great. Just saying. Taven Bryan, dude, they're not even exaggerating. He was running through Quentin Nelson on some plays now. I know. What they had a picture on uh Taven Bryan? Jaguar. Yeah. I think they just told David Bryan to like, like literally stop doing anything else you're doing and like just run straight at the quarterback. I like, feel like I've been saying that for years. Yeah. Just don't do anything else. No, just no. Be moves. a bull in a china shop and disrupt stuff. That's what he's good That's, at. I will say, uh, going back to the Bills he's game, super the strong. two, the, the sacks that. that he had. <laughs> That's all he is. He's strong. It's he literally he's, just David, ran he's so into strong. People. Patrick, uh, we're not like, listening to you. We're talking about David Bryan being strong. He's so strong. I, I'm, talking about, so strong. I'm talking about Taven Bryan. Have you seen him flex? All right, what do you got for Taven? <laughs> I'm just saying, the way that he sacked people was just literally running into them and, like, yeah. his belly would knock them down. Like It's great. He didn't, like, he didn't have, like, a physical play, like, athletic sack. He literally just ran into them and they fell down. And his sack dance, which we didn't talk about, Oh, the, camp like, Dude, the fact love that it. he had one ready to go what is it? was just great. I don't even Who know. He it? just sits well, down. He no, he he's, he's at tired. a campfire. He's pretending the quarterback is the fire, and he sits down and like gets his hands all nice and warmed up on the fire. Uh, it's not yeah. bad. Oh, it's That's great. Not bad. It's it's solid. Like because he wants marshmallows. Oh, it's yeah, heavyweights. He That's the he camp. Doesn't, he could go to heavyweights. He could be <laughs> along with Keenan. But yeah, I don't know. It takes our defense a little too long to figure things out. Like. How last year we figured out Miles Jack sucks with the the you know the green dot. They took it off and he played better. And then the same thing happening this year. Like they took the green dot off in the past couple of weeks. He's again been really you know so much better along with the rest of the defense. Like they figured Miles out. They figured out Taven. Uh, 
They haven't figured out Andrew Wingard. People get mad at they me online. They haven't figured out first quarters. I don't – yeah, and first quarter. <laughs> but I don't understand how Andrew's, Andre Cisco plays, like, no defensive snaps. And Andre – Andrew Wingard – goddamn, their first names mixing up. Why isn't Andre Cisco on the Do we? Because Cisco must not be that great. No. They just – they can only figure out <laughs> one player each week. We're checking off the boxes. They I think it, my theory is they don't trust him, you know, because it's like free safety is kind of like the at least the quarterback of the secondary, right? So Yeah, maybe. Um, I think that he's got the athletic ability, and obviously, you know, from, from what he did in college being like a ball hawk and whatnot, but, I mean, he was probably the best player on Syracuse's defense, which isn't like, you know, necessarily known for being like, one of the great, you know, producing defenses out of college. But, you know, it's a step up to the NFL. I think Dwight Greeny went to Syracuse. Well, I mean, you know, great. That was 20 years ago, so that's good. All I know (laughs) is that the first play of the game, Jonathan Taylor Thomas ran for 40 yards, and it was Wingard who completely whiffed on the tackle. So, fuck that. I think Wingard's been playing okay this year. I'm not saying – He's great, but I like to say that he stinks every chance. As I, I that I, can. I Freeney, all American at Syracuse. Oh, Fun on the uh, Donovan McNabb. Yeah, so they like dominated us. Like, I, like the first quarter, yeah, like he had a hundred yards rushing, and you know they like it was seventeen to zero. But after that, we basically they did nothing on us for the most part. I heard a little Seinfeld there, like that. <laughs> yeah, that's my uh, text tone. Patrick's yeah. one of the few people that actually has the tone still. But, uh, you know, it's, it is weird, though. The Jaguars, I'm so used to them being weirdly a first-half team and, like, just folding in the second half. And now we just sort of let them get up and outplay them the rest of the game, but not enough, which is weird to watch because that's not our M.O., you know? Yeah. Offense still struggling. Jamal Agnew now has a uh, uh, a kick six. He has a kickoff return. He has a receiving, and he has a rushing touchdown. And I think if he can get a punt return touchdown, like, that would be that would break a record in the NFL for, like, different types of touchdowns in a season. But they said that what he's I've seen, uh, first to do that in the Super Bowl era. Um, yeah, from what I've seen, that's cool. he's the first in the Super Bowl era and only the second, ever. like, ever since they started actually like tracking those the kick six so. one is is the reason though like that's just yeah that totally. happens like yeah. once a season you know for right. one, he, so that's why for a guy still, that's a cool stat oh i love that stat for a guy that like taught himself wide receiver in like the off season like if we can actually get you know like he's like a great wide receiver three like he had a bad drop two weeks ago and he had a bad drop you know this past week so like he's not some outstanding wide receiver, but he's like he has so much athletic ability. He's like a great wide receiver three. Like I honestly get... think he's like a he's like your team's wide receiver four. That's like the guy that you just have. He's the like, gadget. Yeah. yeah, you just have like gadget for him. If you he's Denard Robinson, Chiefs. but good. Yeah, but if you throw him on the Chiefs, he's gonna have like six times where he oh my God. a huge touchdown. But that's it. He he's but... like the he didn't well. The guy I'm thinking of got, like, a little bit more play time. But remember, like, Darren Sproles, like, he's the kind of guy that's, like, you design plays for him, and, like, if you see him get the ball, you're kind of like, oh, shit, something's going to happen. He's a better version of – what's that really fast running back we used to have? Corey – Corey Grant. Corey Grant. Grant. He's a better version of, like, with hands. Like – they were definitely kind of easing James Robinson back in after missing the Bills game. So, like, Carlos Hyde was getting a lot more carries. And I was so mad. So, I was just like, let Agnew have those carries. Like, don't give it to the guy that's, like, 35 years old and slow. Give it to yeah. the dude that's, like, fast as fuck. He has to be our fastest player on our team. I, I, think, uh, I think it was the right thing to do to ease James Robinson back into the game because – Yeah, I'm cool with that. We don't want to Carlos Hyde. Sure. Yeah, Carlos I mean, sucks. I'd rather have. But he's like, there to play running back. Jamal Agnew isn't there. He's not even there to play fucking wide receiver, dude. let alone running back. <laughs> our, our running back room should be like 80% James Robinson touches and then like 10% Chenault and 10% Agnew touches. I agree. Because Chenault is so much better as a running back. 
or Chenault would be also, if they like let him practice it. He, what happened to his hands? Dude, his hands are, they're the worst. They're so you bad. I think like, I don't know. Maybe they don't know how to use him or, but. He, I mean, he so, was, he was getting so much hype in the preseason. So apparently he, he was regressed. catching fine in the preseason. I don't know what happened. But I've got not, a, a, I've got a theory that like the, the reason why our defense has improved lately is they're on the I field so that, much. Well, <laughs> I think that the coaches have adjusted to because uh, I would I would say that Urban Meyer has an offensive background. Would you agree? Like that's kind of like his bread and butter. But anyways, I think that the defensive coaches and we talked about this. I don't know three weeks ago, the last time we did a podcast that like we have so many coaches before Shimmer was are, sick. Yeah. These players are being told from so like many different angles, ago. like what to do. I think that our defensive um, like scheme has been simplified because I, uh, they switched to zone instead of man, which is uh, Shaq Griffin, where he came from playing zone. Yeah. Uh, Tyson he would have Campbell, like four interceptions if he could catch a ball. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Campbell will stick on a guy, but he can't do anything to turn around and play the ball. So playing man, he's a little bit better in that. But they kind of like simplify what they were doing. And I don't think that has gotten to the offensive yet because a lot of our receivers, we've got a receivers coach, a passing game coordinator, which the receivers are also listening to, and an offensive coordinator, which the receivers are also listening to. And there were plays where, where Trevor was a little bit scrambling in the pocket and the receivers still stuck to their route. It wasn't like that. You do your route, and then you hit that point where you're like, okay, the ball hasn't been thrown yet. I need to scramble around and, you know, uh, kind of run a different route and get my quarterback to throw me the ball. They still are running their route, or they just stop. Because I think that's from a little bit of over, over-coaching or over-complicated coaching where they don't really know what to do. I'm but, pretty sure we have, like, negative – one like yard after contact i feel like every game like i watch sunday night football and a guy catches a ball and gets 10 yards after and i feel like yeah every single time our guy even catches a ball like they're immediately tackled like well they've got a guy on them right when they catch i know them, like, that's what i'm saying like like separation or routes like whatever the combination we're, i'm not the we smartest were talking person. about this earlier or feels... before the podcast our best pass catchers are a tight end that was basically an afterthought in a trade during the mid-season, and a guy who was a cornerback two years ago. Those are our Man, best, best pass catchers on the team right now. Dan Arnold, yeah. shout out. If you're not following us on Twitter, the Dan Arnold updates are killer. Just saying. He's already up to, I think, what was it, 11th place? 11th and place. He's got a great uh, – at towards the end of the game, when we when – we, James Robinson scored the touchdown, and Dan Arnold had a little, like, shovel pass with a two-point conversion – and he Gronk spiked it. I was so fired up, and I have both those guys on my fantasy team. That was a great couple minutes for me. I was like, that was ah. a really good spike too. Oh yeah, he like nailed that spike. It was great. He has and good energy. It's obvious. Like, uh, I mean, after you know, I mean, we're jumping into it a bit, but after Trevor fumbles on the you know the final play, you yeah, could tell one thing. You could tell like how genuinely like upset and pissed off at himself, which I loved. Like how angry he was after but dan arnold's the one who like comes up to him yeah. and, and calms him down you can tell like they have this budding bromance and i love every second of it dan arnold did a post game you know like interviews and he was like talking about it how you know we're not gonna let trevor linger on this like he's already moved on we're gonna be there for him like dan arnold came Nine in him to four. yeah how does like this <laughs> give dude, him a lifetime contract he probably hasn't even been to a restaurant yet in Jackson. He probably doesn't have a home here, and I love him so much. Get down Put him the in the pod. pride. We like, got to get him on the pod. I don't even think C.J. Henderson is playing. He's, like, injured and sucks for the Panthers. But he just, he God just damn, Dan Arnold's been. C.J.'s at home, and he's like, I don't want to. Dan Arnold is living the Duval lifestyle. He's growing his hair out with Trevor. Like, this is great. He's sticking up for him. <laughs> I love him. He's, like, uh, this was a – I feel like – I don't know if there's a category for this, like – the us texting each other, but then we say save it for the pod. Um, I'll bring it over to the pod. How I think Dan Arnold, I saw he's been with the team, I think five weeks and three of the five weeks he led the team in receiving yards. That is just ridiculous. I mean, it says a lot about how shitty the rest of the team is on offense, but 
He's had like the most consistent like sixty-five yards a game for us. Which I think it's because he's played for two other teams that are like competent professional football teams. <laughs> he's like, I can just move this and this will work. Let's see. If he gets sixty-five yards a game, he he's on pace for eleven hundred yards a season, which is crazy for a tight end. No. So if he gets sixty-five. I swear, like every week I check and that's, it's like 67, 60, 65, 62. You're saying if he gets 65 a game for the rest of the season, I'll finish with a Well, I'm just saying like a normal 17-game uh, season. What like he wasn't he here for the – He missed okay, the first four games. Gets... So 13 games times 65, he'll be on pace for 845-ish. That's still really good. Oh, yeah. 851. For, without any training camp with Trevor or anything like that? 851, and he is fourth all-time. 851 wow. yards. He can do it. I said this when we started keeping track. 851, fourth all time. Only Gentlemen. behind Mercedes, Kyle Brady, and the late, great Pete Mitchell. I don't know if he's alive or dead or not. but <laughs> R.I.P. Pete. <laughs> Rip Pete Mitchell. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This conversation directly leads me into my three-question question. Can I pop off my three-question question? question? Let's do it. Drop the Pop beat. It off. Three, 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 three question. Three, 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 three question. Three, 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 three question. What I want to know is, Dan Arnold, what week of what year is he going to become the leader in receiving yards for tight ends in Jags history? Like we said earlier, he's currently at 11th with uh, I think it's like 350 yards or something. I don't have it in front of me. With Mercedes Lewis is our all-time leader with 4,500 yards. Is Dan Arnold going to break his record? And how many years is it going to take? And I'm going to write this down and keep this for years if I have to in my phone. To see I've heard that right. before, and I doubt <laughs> that happens. <laughs> yeah, this, this will be forgotten as soon as I love, the is over. Sean, are you going to write it on your phone or a sheet of paper? Oh, it's on my phone. wrote it on a sheet of paper for some reason. I'm gonna, it's Speaking on my phone. Which, I'm going to leave it alone. It's on the line. It's on the line. Before, before I answer, right. I will bring up the fact that I listened to an old pod recently, and it was the beginning of this season or when we started doing three questions, and Sean said – you motherfuckers better be ready because I'm going to have a question every week for y'all's asses. And he's normally the one who does not have a question and just makes it up on the spot. So I uh, have one this week. Wow. I prepped right, it so what, five what, minutes ago. Mercedes Lewis is our all-time leader tight end receiving yards with how many? 4,502 yards Okay. in 170 games. Dan Arnold's played like five games and has like 350 yards. Oh, man. All right. Does he break uh, the record well, and give me a week and a year? I'm going to say if he breaks the record. Uh, I want a yes or no. Lewis. Okay. Well, I mean, like, just for the sake of the question, I'm going to say yes and answer Hell, it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll say. 2024 week 14 nice all right shimmer what do you think well i did a little bit of uh the maths okay so if daniel daniel arnold has uh he averages about 70 yards a game oh it's even better than i predicted earlier so if he gets 70 yards every game uh, it's going to take him approximately another 60 games <laughs> to get to 4,500. This is your math lesson for the for the day, everybody. Uh, so that's a little bit about three and a half seasons. And that's if he continues his pace of 70 yards per game. So realistically, it'll probably take him four or five years to actually hit that mark. And that's predicting Daniel Arnold will be on the team <laughs> for five right. years. That's what I'm saying. Which is probably unlikely. Although I know I did say earlier, give him a lifetime contract. So give. my my heart wants to say yes. But my head says, no, he will not break 
Mercedes Lewis's record. Dang. For the sake of uh, argument, for the sake of yeah, for the sake of argument. I don't want sake of argument. It's going to take him four and a half years. Well, give me a year and a date and a week. Uh, January. So they're still playing in January. What is that? Week seventeen. So we're in the playoffs. Cool. (laughs) December twenty twenty five. December twenty fifth. Christmas Day. Of 2025? <laughs> yes. All right. I'm locking it in the phone. It's on the One, line. Two, two, five. two All five. of our diehard loyal God Hate Jags fans, tune in. 2024. Send one of those Reddit reminders. Yeah, I got to Yeah, set a reminder. 2024 <laughs> or 2025. Check back in with the pod. I'm sure we'll be going strong. Uh, yes. We'll see if anybody God got it. even loves Jags by then. You I'm putting it. I'm putting it in my phone. It's saved in my notes under the bet. I just looked up. Wait, did uh, we bet? No, but I also like how bet. this is a recording, and all we have to do is check back on the episode. But I like how how committed you are. Boom. Christmas, oh, December twenty fifth, twenty twenty five is a Thursday, so that'll be on Thursday night football. Thursday, they call him Thursday night Dan is what they call him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm in. That's my question. All right, I got one. Um, I was thinking about how bad our receivers are and how we are missing a uh, one DJ Chark. So my question, because DJ is a unrestricted free agent, I have Patrick shaking his head. I hope I took his question. I really hope. You did. I you love did. that. Every week somehow we take Patrick's question <laughs> and force him to come up. You might as well come up with two from now on. Maybe um, I'm not very creative. <laughs> should we resign DJ Chark? And what kind of money should we give him? Wide receiver one or two? Or what do you think? Uh, we should try to sign every single wide receiver in free agency. Just, so yes, him too. Yes, him included. I want Trevor to be disgusted with the amount of weapons we got him. Uh, going in order, obviously Devonte Adams is the cream of the class. Give him twenty-five million dollars. Get me Chris A Godwin. Year? Yes, we have it. It's money. It's made up. They get you get more money every year. It, they can figure it out. We have no good players. Who are we paying? We have no one on our team that we're giving money to. Haven. <laughs> He'll be a free agent. Resign him too. Get me oh Devonte Adams. Get me Chris and Godwin. Godwin and Godwin and Shark. I want them all. Who are there? Any and I want that Ohio State free guy agents? in the first round. What? Uh, are there any other free agents? Allen uh, Robinson. We can bring him home. I, that's the one I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, we've been there, done that. Give me something new. If we were like really younger. good this year, but he's not going. He's like, no, I'm not coming back to the team that I left because they were bad. They're still. He bad. would if we paid him the most money. You would come if we paid him the most money. And we'd probably be the team to do that because no one else would. But yeah, DJ Chark hasn't been that great. He was injured for most of the year. We can get him for like, I don't know. Dante Moncrief got $10 million from us, so I don't care what we give Chark. I never understood the hate. This is a we, – we'll get back to it, but I never understood the hate on that. It was a one-year deal. People were like, we gave him 10 – who cares? Was I truly no. try not to care about the money stuff at you know all. How many terrible contracts we've care. handled out? It was a one-year deal. Who gives a shit? It was done after a year. I forgot he was even on the team. We had all the cap space <laughs> in the world, and everyone was, like, Dude. upset. I wasn't a huge fan of Dante Moncrief. wasn't that great, but he had a great guitar celebration for touchdowns where he was, like, grooving the hips. and like, playing the, Yeah, for his one touchdown. <laughs> his $10 million touchdown. But, yeah. Give me uh, DJ Chark. Patrick, what do you Did you, you answer? I, I mean, it was your should, question. We, should we re-sign him? Uh, sure. What are we <laughs> going to re-sign him for? If it's number one wide receiver money, no, we should not resign him because outside of one year, I don't think he's been fantastic. I mean, the guy gets hurt. It is what it is. Sometimes you get hurt, you can't perform. But I think we've talked about this before too. Like, I don't think signing a 
bomb ass number one wide receiver really amounts to anything for a team <laughs> ever. Uh, okay, so I mean, although I think okay. we had the theory signing wide receivers is bad, but trading for wide receivers is good. I have my theory of when trading. you cross Duval yeah. County trading. lines, your skill leaves your body. So I doesn't really matter who we bring here. That, I think that Trevor and okay. You think Trevor's going to say, "No, nah, I don't need Devontae Adams." No, no, no. I'm well, good. I'm going to re I'm going to rephrase what I'm saying. I would love <laughs> to sign Devontae Adams. I think that the Jaguars would be better off signing building the team in general. I I don't think we're a wide receiver away from being a great team. That's what I'm going to say. I would argue Adams. we're two wide receivers away from being a good team. Worth three? Uh, I don't still. <laughs> you gotta get one still. to get two. I was looking at this receiving free agency and Dude, it's Cortland not Sutton? the best. What? Corn Sutton, Allen Robinson, right. uh, Adams. Mike Williams. I'll Mike take Williams. Mike Williams. Juju Smith, Schuster, Will Fuller, Allen Robinson, Jameson, Crowder. The top four or five guys are pretty all solid. I'll take yeah, but we're, Mike Williams. We're not getting the top four or five guy unless we significantly overpay them then to let's a contract do that. never live up to. I don't care. Not my money. In two years, it resets. Trevor Lawrence uh, is on a rookie contract. Who cares? I'm a big fan of signing, like, well, we've done this before and it hasn't worked out. But I'm a big fan of signing, like, a team's number three wide receiver that has no. potential. No. Rather than signing – then you're going to sign Laurent Robinson the, out of here. That's yeah, what but I'm no, you don't have to sign. <laughs> I feel like that was that your example, money. Patrick. I was like, he's the first name that came to my mind. When yeah. I was like, oh, the team's like, no. you know, number three guy. He bumped his head. Isn't on the that how we got uh, Keenan? Exactly that. Yeah. yeah. Having <laughs> you, you, yeah, that was back when we drafted good Florida Gator players. We didn't players. draft him. We just signed. Well, I know, him. but I'm saying, but that was back like at the time when like. Actually, drafting a Gator was a good thing, and actually, white you know, wide receiver free agents worked out. Like, yeah, it's been rough for a while. We have the Taven resurgence, <laughs> dude. Taven's putting on the map. I can't even, I can't even say it without laughing because I don't believe it. I don't, I don't, th- I don't trust it. I don't think it's real. And Patrick, and, uh, make your three questions about Taven. My, my question, okay. my question involved DJ Chark, and as soon as you said his name, I was like, this motherfucker stole my question, which you didn't <laughs> necessarily. Every, every three questions. I know. I know. I'm going to go first next week. <laughs> All right. Go uh, my question was pretty simple, but DJ Chark out for the season after what, what was it? Week two, week three. So, ETN obviously out for the season before it even started. Put those two guys back on the team. Are we still two and seven? Hmm. Three and six. Yeah, I don't think they would make – well, I don't think ETN was going to save the Texans game. The Bengals game was because of the defense. Trying to think of other (laughs) – all of our other losses are. There's just been a lot of them. The Cardinals game, maybe. Maybe. Cardinals game could have helped. Because that was after the Bengals game. So, Chark and an ETN, we were close in the third quarter. We had the lead. The two of them, speed, could have helped. I feel like the Cardinals would be my best shot at a win for them. Well, I, I thought of that watching uh, Agnew run that uh, sweep for a, what was it, 64-yard touchdown on mm-hmm. Sunday. I was like, that's an ETN play right there. I wonder how many of those would have been in the playbook had he been in. But, yeah, I don't know if it would make a huge difference. ETN, J-Rob, and Agnew all in the backfield. That's some revolutionary football right there. And Chenault. And Chenault. Oh, my God. Did you know that since 2013, we have only won once at the Colts Stadium? Can you tell me the year? 2017. Correct. So 2017, the only year yeah. since 2013 yeah. we've won there. But the Colts haven't beat us at our stadium in like eight years or something also. That's it's a very one-sided. Cool that's a rivalry. I know. That's the classic. We got you at our house. 
All right. All right. <laughs> Solid well, three questions. I'm glad that you was didn't... a good one. Thought provoking. You didn't straight up steal my question, but tantalizing. All I know is when you go first, you stole my question next week. That's all I know. <laughs> I'm gonna try and do that. Actively try. I don't and do care that. what it's about, unless I don't like your question. In which case, you didn't steal it. Beautifully. Who done. are we playing next week? Uh, we play the Niners, who, I mean, I'm not admittedly watching every second of their games, but I feel like they've been just kind of like okay this year. So, they're of course, the they're like, right I know, yeah, we're recording as Monday Night Football goes on. We play them next, and, of course, now they look like amazing against a really good team. So, but it's home, so that's fun. And It's home, but it's st- uh, predictions? Mm, I mean, if our defense can keep – Garoppolo's playing. Is he playing in Monday Night Football right now? I'm not watching. He is. Okay, so Trey Lance ain't doing anything. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't, like, running around. Jimmy Garoppolo in 2017 when we were good, remember he destroyed us on, like, Christmas Eve? I was so mad. I left my family's house and went home. Even though we'd already secured a playoff berth. <laughs> he destroyed us, like, 40 to 0, and I was so angry. But uh, I feel like we could beat him. Our, if our defense is the same defense from the past two weeks and doesn't completely relapse, and if J-Rob gets a little bit healthier, it should at least be the Colts game where we at least have a chance in the fourth quarter. Uh, and I'll take the hometown crowd after the, uh, the Bills game. They, they're going to, like, you know, get more riled up, like, all right, it's not going to be taken over like Bills fans. I'll take uh, the W. I'm taking the W. W score, score prediction. 24 to 17. 23 to 17. I'm doing a reverse of the Colts game. Same score, just we're winning. 23 17. I like that. Wow. Um, the, the Niners are a much more talented team overall than the Jacks. Like, at nearly at many positions. And I got to say that their play calling on offense is going to be much, much better than ours. To the but point. traveling across the country, that might get them a little, a little tired. That would get the Jacks. That would definitely get the Jags if they had to travel. But I don't know if it gets the other teams the same way it gets us. Like, I know they're coming – but uh, uh, I got to go that the Niners are going to win this one. I'll go 27-20. Mm. I, uh, I'm going to agree with one of you. So, spoiler alert. It's me. Um, <laughs> I don't have a lot of confidence based off what I've seen the last couple weeks and what our offense is doing to keep up with the defense. Um, I'm not losing any faith in our franchise quarterback, but I'm not overly confident in everyone else around him besides the offensive line, which is actually playing great. I do like James Robinson, but uh, – But go ahead. Sorry. Uh, uh, sure. Okay, they're playing pretty good. They're playing, right, go <laughs> they're playing fine, given circumstances. Yeah. Um, agreed, though. I do think San Francisco is a more talented team. They are traveling all the way across the country, but I think it's a little bit different uh, given that you're just playing earlier in your day than playing later in your day and your schedule is completely thrown off, which I don't even know if that makes a difference anymore. I'm going to say – uh, the 49ers are going to win, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, I want to say 29-23, 49ers. You know how I can guarantee a victory? Uh, ice cream stain. Ice cream stain, Blake Bortles jersey. Ice cream stain. It's bringing ice cream it. stain job. 23-17. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong, so too. So do I. Yeah. Uh, Shimmer, I know you're keeping track of the standings. You'll have to let us know next week how we're doing. Well, the issue is we had like two weeks where we just didn't pick, but I can try and figure it out. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. We all knew we all were going to pick I'm the Bills. I'm pretty sure Patrick so. is in the lead and Sean is in last. That's yeah. I guess. Uh, that means I have the most faith way. in my team, though. That's true. <laughs> the uh, I'm riding with my boys. I don't think anyone what? ever thought that was in doubt, Sean. 
<laughs> I've Therefore, always given you that. Once again, uh, on I Brian. probably have had the least amount of faith in the team, but you know, I'm the realist. Uh, I'm wishy-washy. Right. <laughs> we got a game. Finish this thing out. Game it up. Who's doing it? I I am. I I got one. It uh, it's not a traditional game, but this I made this game last week in honor of uh, our Josh Allen performance. So Josh Ooh. Allen versus Josh Allen, obviously. Our Josh Allen came out the victor. There can only um, be one. That's right, and he came out on top. Our boy, still uh, number seven overall pick. Also, years. the uh, the Manning cast curse still exists. Oh, yeah, Although, I was glad to see that. That's still a thing. Yeah, I don't think they had someone on from either of these teams, did they? Yeah, tonight's Manning cast has no live, like active players. They said, "Fuck this." Yeah, Manning that's cast is real. That's bullshit. They couldn't get one. <laughs> Everyone turned it down. Um, so, yeah, this was originally intended for last week, but, uh, you know, we, we respected uh, Shimmer's flu and didn't want to do a two-man pod, so we, we waited. So, I would have never uh, listened and treated it like it didn't exist, but I offered. <laughs> this one's been marinating for a week. So I picked a couple of uh, Jags players um, – and I tried to find someone that had the same name as them from a different background. And I'm going to give you their background. And I want you to tell me which Jaguars player they share a name with. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. I think so. Let's play a game, motherfucker. All right. So let's start with uh, this guy. Uh, shares the same name as a Jaguars player. Uh, if you want specifics, I can give you like currently on the roster, offense, defense, if you need hints. Okay. Uh, this person is a British writer of American comic books and screenplays who is known for his interest in vintage collectibles and memorabilia. Some of his best known comics are seriously series focusing on Batman legends of the dark Knight. So we're supposed to guess a player based on that? Uh, <laughs> he shares this, his name. This person shares the name with a Jaguars Ooh, player, this, past, yeah. present. Offense or defense? Uh, offense. Past Ooh. or present? Uh, present. Oh, gosh. There's somebody on our defense that shares. Dan Arnold. What? Yeah. Defense. Oh, he said I offense. Oh. You, you didn't ask me that. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> wait, Shimmer asked. I don't know. All right, I'm going to give you one question each person. So you both already asked your question. Well, what was Shimmer's was... question? Shimmer said past. No, I said what offense or defense. This okay. is some great so offense. <laughs> <laughs> it's offense, not Dan Arnold. Offense and present. Offense and present. That's our only hint? Um, uh, we're yeah, never getting one, this for generic for names. I'm gonna go with just James Robinson. Okay. Are we told what it is? Oh, uh, what's your guess? You have the guess. I said Dan Arnold. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this British writer of American comic books shares the name with James Robinson. Fuck. There you go. <laughs> he wrote James Robinson wrote Batman comics. Uh, yeah, he did. Awesome. Uh, all right, this one. Uh, Love this game. Shares a name with a Jags player. He's a street and bowl skater from Jacksonville, Ooh. who claims to be a party machine when he's on the road and a family man when he's home. He is known for going fast in the bowl, and he finished eighth place at his first X Games in 2008 and he owns the block skate shop in springfield here in jacksonville oh what oh man now i want to know so i'm guessing it's a past player is that your or is this are you asking for your hint <laughs> yes if it's that official yes yes he is a past jaguars player oh man Past Jack. I mean, my question's always gonna be the same. <laughs> yeah, you might as well just tell us. You might as well just give us this information, or else we literally okay. are guessing of a pool of thousands. He <laughs> is a past Jaguars player on defense. Okay, so my question is, what position? Linebacker. 
Mike Peterson. Okay. Shimmer? Ooh. Um, that was a good one, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. Well, Kevin Hardy was a defensive end, right? Uh, ooh, shit. At, why, every linebacker I'm thinking of has such a unique name. I'm like, Aiken A. Adele. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Slaughter. TJ <laughs> Slaughter, professional. I can't think of anyone with like a normal guy name. Paul Puzlowski. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah, I tried uh, to pick people with like regular ass. I know. Names, and so. I can't think of any of them. Um, and he's a former linebacker, huh? Mm hmm. Oh, fuck. It just, uh, I feel like it's definitely going to be Mike Peterson. <laughs> Can I also pick Mike Peterson? Sure. Done. All right. So this professional skateboarder from (laughs) Jacksonville who owns a local skate shop is named Mike Peterson. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. I'm crushing this game. Which I'm pretty sure he was a selectable player in one of the Tony Hawk games, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I got the remastered. I'll play it. Uh this former Jags player shares a name with an American jazz musician whose albums often appeared on Billboard magazine Top 100. He popularized the Hammond B3 organ, creating the link between jazz and 1960s soul music. Hmm. Uh, in 2005, he was awarded the NEA Jazz Masters Award, the highest honor bestowed upon American jag- jazz musicians. I've always said my favorite wide receiver is Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Saying that since the beginning. Uh, what position? Uh, former Jags player, wide receiver. Jazz musician, yes. Matt Jones. Shimmer? Uh, I'm going to go uh, greatest wide receiver in Jaguars history, Jay Smooth, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> All right. That's my jazz name. Uh, that boy's got the Jimmy's. Got anyone listening Jimmy that Smith. is a music fan, specifically jazz, would agree with Shimmer. Jimmy Smith, the great jazz musician, shares the name with the Jaguars great. All right. Wait, Shimmer got that right? Yeah. That's right. Oh, Shimmer crazy. got that right. Damn. It's right. a tie game. We're doing pretty Two-two. good. This is fun. <laughs> Check what out Jimmy Smith that was if a, you want some a, sweet jazz. What is that? Was a blackjack knapsack or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, flapjack knapsack. Blackjack. That was great. Knapsack. Right there for Jay Smith. Tie All right, game. this one's uh, this, this one's short and sweet. Uh, singer, songwriter, and musician from Waycross, Georgia shares the name with this former Jags player who is a defensive end. Former Jags player. Singer-songwriter from Way Cross, Georgia. Way Cross, Georgia. Defensive not close, but end. Way Cross. I got a feeling it's not unique in Gakwe. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. No. I'm going to go. Kevin Hardy. All right. That's a good Georgia name. Not that too, means it's yeah, not, damn. Sorry. <laughs> Can I change my name? <laughs> not nope. too sure about this one. This one's tough. Uh, Go I, unique. I, I highly doubt one. it's wrong, but I'm going with my man, Paul Spicer. Ooh. He's got the right. spice. That's a, good, this... that's a good country name right there. Singer-songwriter from Waycross, Georgia, which is 100% a country musician. I looked him up. His music is terrible. <laughs> uh, friend of the pod, Austin Lane. Oh! Yeah. oh. <laughs> got him! That's, That's a solid name. country Georgia name, too. Very much a country boy Georgia name. All right. <laughs> Next up, uh, this is an American scholar and philosopher. He is an associate professor of philosophy at the University of Chicago. Mm, of course. <laughs> so very shares, familiar. Shares the name. This is, uh, I, I'm not going to give you too many specifics because it'll be like 
you're going to guess it. So I'm just going to say former Jaguar, or I'm sorry, current Jaguars player on offense. Trevor Lawrence. Okay. He's a philosopher on Uh, offense. He's a professor of philosophy. Yes, on offense. On offense. Hmm. Obviously, Professor Shatley. (laughs) 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 Professor Barch. I'll go with Marvin Jones. Mm. All right. Uh, That's a nerdy name. Professor at the University of Chicago, Professor Dan Arnold. (laughs) I knew he would be in there. I should have just guessed it every time. Damn it, Dan. Dan, Professor Dan is a good nickname for Dan Dan Arnold. Couple more for you guys. Remember Professor Poopy Pants? No. Uh, <laughs> from, from Captain Underpants. Captain I remember Underpants, the yeah. professor. The guy I digress. The hand one and uh, whatever. All right. A uh, couple more for you guys. Jaguars greats. Uh, this person is a – he trained at the arts educational schools where he was the recipient of the Andrew Lloyd Webber Scholarship. Of course. And he played in the national tour – of the Broadway play Fame and the Boy George musical Taboo. Ah. What are these words? Uh, Former Jaguars player, defensive end. My God. I'm going Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart? Hart? The former Jaguars player? Yeah, he was taking one draft round before Austin Lane. Okay. So Sean's um, throwing his pick away. Shimmer. What? Damn. Uh, I'm trying to think of a defensive end. Apparently, I didn't get it right. Derek Harvey. Ooh, that's a good one. Wait, I'm changing uh, mine to no Quentin changing. Groves. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. It's not right either. Neither of us are right. I like how we. Can. <laughs> uh. He, I, I forgot to mention, he is the head of drama and musical theater. Well, that changes uh, everything. Now I know. Paul <laughs> Spicer. No! Oh, fuck! That's the, you what? guys are naming these players, but you're, two, you're one ahead on there. All right. I got two more for you, and uh, I'm going to need a tiebreaker from you guys because you're both tied at two. So this one is an American actor and comedian known for his betrayals as Brandon Badger Mayhew on the Breaking Bad series and Baxter on the CBS sitcom Mom. He also currently stars as Doug on the CBS sitcom Bob Hart's Abishola. (laughs) (laughs) What? What position? (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. So former Jaguars wide receiver. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Um, he's currently on Bob Hart's Abishola, if that helps. <laughs> what are these words you're using? Oh, Bob Hart's Abishola. I'm CBS. going, I'm sticking with my man, Matt Jones. Right. <laughs> uh, Reggie Williams. Ooh, Reggie Williams is not in the IMDB database. However, Matt Jones is. Oh, no. <laughs> Matt Jones played Badger on Breaking Bad. All right, I've got one more. Uh, Shimmer, you can tie it up, or Sean is going to win. Uh, this former Jags player, defensive tackle, shares a name with a sports commentator from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and host, former host of ESPN's Sports Center. He also co-hosted the TV series Wipeout. I got mine, but I want to say it because Sean would just say the same thing. Let's put it on paper for the win. Uh, Paper or digital. This is a very important game. (laughs) (laughs) What position? Defensive tackle, former Jaguars defensive tackle. I'm ready. I'm going right. John Henderson. 
fucking Shimmer? John Henderson. <laughs> All right. Well, you both had the same answer, but Sean was ahead one point, making Sean the victor. Wow. Of Congrats. this delayed one week game. We need to name. Congratulations, Sean. Game needs a name. The name game. The name I game. To, I, was gonna, I was trying to play Flawless Victory off of the game Mortal of Kombat names. on YouTube, but I couldn't. It was I, not I a Flawless Victory. You had flaws. Yeah, I think you missed three. Yeah, uh, whatever. Many flaws. <laughs> I still won. I win. Yeah, whatever. You and you can't just say I copied your answer because I got that. Well, you know what you're. Faster. You know what you won, Sean. What? You won the right to make up next week's game. <laughs> Ready for a horrible game because I'm horrible at them. That was, a, that was a clever idea. So that was. A good I looked one. up a lot the of players. Game. I like that out of you. There's a couple Daryl Smiths, but they're just like random ass dudes. Don't even think of Daryl. There's like a firefighter in Indianapolis named Daryl Smith. Next time you do it, come up with a couple unique ones. <laughs> give, I give tried, me, dude. There's give me this guy should Just That's type it in you, and see if anyone pops up. <laughs> well, you start looking up Jags players on Google, and then you look up another one, and the only thing it shows you are more Jags players. Yeah. And you're like, no. I, re- I was really hoping for an Aaron Cantman. Yeah, there no, weren't any more not. Ace Sanders out there. So I wanted Aaron Cantman, but I never felt confident in saying saying him. So yep, mm. Mm. that would have been a good one. I can't believe Paul Spicer was one. Just because I don't Paul know, Spicer seems like such a, a random ass name. But yeah. I'm mad about that. But all right, see, I'm the only one predicting a Jags win against the Niners. I'm the one that just won the game. Can we see a pattern here? We're on a win streak. I'm taking us to victory, mm. boys. All right. Hopefully. So goodbye. I'm going to get this pod goodbye. up soon. We're going to win. Jonas. Hey, look me in the Dennis. eyes. Not look, Austria. Look Denver. me in the eyes. If we win, we're potting. We're not going to wait a week. And, and... I promise, uh, sick or healthy, that <laughs> if we win another game, we will pod. Also, apologies to Trevor Lawrence. We had to cut him for time. maybe we'll be able to get them on next week next 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 week. week all right go jags go jags go jags